так. Everyone, Dave and Jeff, it is November 3rd, 2021. <laughs> yep, it is. Well, yesterday you had a big day. Was it, wasn't the end of the celebration? Like uh, you kind of had a birthday week. Well, it was. And Dave, I, I didn't tell a lot of people this, so I'll, I'll say it here. Uh, I was in Dallas yesterday. Were you? Yeah. You see anything good? No, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't. I was told by some friends, <laughs> and if you say we're a cult, I'll hit you with a fucking beer bottle. Yesterday was going to be a big day, Dave. We were, we were under the impression, we were told, we were led to believe that John John was going to come back. 12.59 in the afternoon, I was out there at my beautiful- Why 12.59? Uh, I was not part of that board <laughs> meeting, so I don't know, but when you remember that, uh, that Ted and Bobby and Jack were all- members of the pussy democratic party <laughs> and we knew that john john was going to join the gop and we were excited it was great a lot of lee greenwood a lot of travis tritt did a lot of a lot of your friends showed up i saw yeah it was exciting there had to be five thousand of us out there dealy plaza it's ironic because yeah. 20 years ago you and i were there yes, we were for some other shit and uh i don't know what the fuck hey I don't know. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think John John's plate was uh, plane was late, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't. His plane was late. That's bad taste. That's bad taste. I just gotta say, I wrote on Twitter last night, and yeah. I was reluctant to send it, but I had to admit. Yeah, I said for twenty four years, I've thought Dave Pally is the dumbest guy to walk this planet. I owe you a public apology. You're not even in the top. 3,000. Dave, I cannot watch that video of those people in Dallas enough. The faces, the dejected faces. What made them, at what point do you get in the car and go, we're going home? Just keep it down. <laughs> Just keep it down. Imagine if you pulled your kids out of school. <laughs> I just go, there used to be a great Sam Kinison yeah. bit on his first tape when he talked about what it was like when he was talking to Charlie Manson and he's like, hey, man, get the fuck back in the hole, <laughs> Sam Kinison. That's exactly what should have happened with every one of these dumb shits. We should have just, you know that, we used to see those videos. I was thinking, Dave, remember we used to see those videos and it's my favorite thing. This is for Jimmy Betancourt yeah. and all the guys that wear the badge. I love when they used to, uh, entice people that had outstanding warrants and they would say, hey, everybody, yeah. come on down to Golden Hall because you've all won two tickets to the Charger yeah. game. And these guys would come down. They'd have their Sean Merriman jerseys on. The cameras would be out. Woo, number one. And they'd all get in there and be like, no, fuck you. You're all arrested. God, <laughs> shit. And they just put them in the paddy wagon and drive them off. I was like, where, where should all those people... Iceland, where should we have just dropped all those shitheads off yesterday? Oh, my gosh. So I saw different people interviewed that were there. Okay? How great were they? Oh, hold on. Oh, there's a whole different dumbness. Yes. That, the people that were there. Yes. The people that were there to see Junior, who died in 1999, a little bit dumb. Yes. The people that were there to, that, thought the his, old man? that think his dad was coming. <laughs> it's like, anyone want to do the math that he would have been 104? <laughs> guy was born in 1917. Like, yeah. hey, what the fuck is wrong? This is good. Yeah. They didn't even charge admission. How exciting. Yeah. 
And even if JFK could have gone, you think he would have said, hey, let's go back to my worst moment. Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> why would we go? Why would we go to the bungalow in Beverly Hills where I fucked the shit out of Marilyn Monroe after that little needle dick Arthur Miller couldn't close the deal? And before Joe D brought the hammer, this is where I wrote my check on her body. Nah, you know what? Let's go here. Where some asshole said, hey, the weather's nice. Let's leave the top off. You got it. Bang! Ah! Yeah, how fun. How fun. Why would anybody follow QAnon? I have friends on Facebook that follow who told me that Trump's going to be president in August. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yeah, it didn't happen. That the election's uh, been rigged and everything is going to be shown just, proof and the MyPillow guy is going to be the smartest guy on the planet. Oh, boy, that guy. Another Minnesota I guy. I know, dude. That's embarrassing, right? When yes. When from your state. Yes. We're laughing about this last night. We were talking about different people. Uh, Curtis Sliwa ran for mayor of forever. New York City last night and got 20% of the vote. Is See, that right? I have not, I have not heard anything from New York. That's funny. Yeah. He, he, uh, he got 20%. He got 20%. Bill de Blasio's out and, and Sliwa got 20%. Who, who's the, who's the new person? I have no idea. I don't even know the guy's name. Guy ran, ran one of the boroughs. I just knew it because our buddy Lou Pate. Yeah, that's right. Was the producer for Curtis at WABC. Yeah. And I went up there one night and you couldn't even see Sliwa because his whole area studio, he had encased himself in milk crates. You know, those plastic yeah. milk crates that probably Woods keeps his albums in <laughs> fucking Bachman Turner overdrive albums in. Are those the ones like the milk crate challenge where those guys are running yes, up and down? Exactly. And Curtis had built like a horseshoe and had it stacked so high you couldn't even see him, but it was all his uh, pre-show preparation. So I've always laughed about that, that I watched him do a show and never once saw him, even though I was nine feet away from the fucking idiot. And uh, <laughs> By the way, it's Eric Adams is the new mayor. Well, congratulations. 110th. What is the deal with all these radio talk show hosts running for political office? Dude, you see... We've uh, done it here in San Diego, right? We, did, we just saw it recently um, for governor of California. Yeah, uh, Larry Elder. Yeah. Dude, I watched some guy kick DeMaio right in his skinny nuts last night because DeMaio was popping off about what happened in Virginia. Yeah. Well, the people of Virginia have said, thank you, Brandon. And some guy just wrote, boy, if anybody know what that feels like, it'd be you. And they just, oh, <laughs> took angry Carl right down. <laughs> but, but I just, I, I watched that shit in Dallas. Yeah. And I feel like all of you listening tonight that stayed here in San Diego yesterday should feel good tonight. It's a positive moment. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> when we had a big disaster in, on January 6th, a lot of you in San Diego decided to go. Oh, yeah. That was embarrassing, too. That was embarrassing. But Again, it's, it's embarrassing when it's someone from your city or your state involved on the news and the national oops. news. Oops. Like, fuck. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> But I, I swear, I could not get enough of those videos yesterday. I, I think I've transferred. You're the first, I saw it from you first, and then yeah. I was like, I got to know what the fuck's going oh, yeah, on. It's great. And then I I'm like, I've... wait, JFK Sr.'s coming back? Yes. <laughs> Fuck, where you been? Fuck's the matter? Get up to date. Read a paper. <laughs> Read a paper that a 104-year-old man's making an appearance. John John. Goddamn. They're oh going to put their arms together in the air. I like the idea that there's many people that were there. They couldn't even agree on who they were about to see. Yes. There was, that was a bit of a discussion point, wasn't it? 
<laughs> See, those are the days when I when I'm mad we're not doing terrestrial radio because that would have been one where we're like we're going. Are we are we got to get we got to get somebody on without a doubt. No, I'm saying no. Then we're flying to Dallas. We go Curry, Dan Williams, uh, Al Taylor. Listen, man, we need you guys to sponsor this trip because we're going live from Dealey Plaza. Fuck yeah, get down there. And just put every one of those maniacs on the air. Oh, my God. Just act like we're one of them. God, this is great. What are you most excited about today? Well, I'm, it's goddamn John John. You're goddamn <laughs> right, it's John John. What do you think he's going to say? Well, he's going to say, God bless America and God bless Donald Trump. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And he's going to say, hey, your body, your decision. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> And then he's going to say, God bless Aaron Rodgers. Yes, oh, my gosh. Exactly. I just, uh, I love that shit. I would have just been, I know this will shock you. I would have had the best time of my life just down there stirring that shit up. I wish I had known. Yeah. I probably got miles. I probably could have flown to oh Dallas. Gosh. That would have been awesome. And we could have just gone down and taped interviews for this show. That would have been a lot. Actually, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. That would have been a lot. What do you fun. say to all these dummies that don't believe the magic <laughs> we're going to see? Well, God damn, what happened? Did I just go back at 115? We're all soft-spoken guy. My gosh, Marvin, what happened? I know. Man, got stuck in traffic. Yeah, stones are here tonight. I know. Yeah. Ah, you fucking idiot. And then we just go heel and just start dropping dusty roads, bionic elbow on other heads. Get the fuck out of here. I just, I, goddamn, I Again, how long do you wait around before you realize it's not going to happen? They, I just, like, you see a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yes. (laughs) Is it, was it, was it Linus that refused to uh, go trick or treat? Yeah. Yeah. That's all these fuckers. Uh, I watched this documentary that they put out about the night that Trump won. And it was pretty wild because they were shooting a film from inside Hillary Clinton's campaign headquarters. Yeah. And so when he got out to the lead, there's a little bit of, well, hey, a little nervous laughter. And then at the end, it's just the faces oh, drop, yeah. right? You're just like, whoa, what happened? How'd you blow that one? <laughs> and, uh, but, I, but I think the people. The Hillary dropped a, who the fuck told me not to go to Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The late great John McCain's like, whoof. I thought Sarah Palin. Um, but the people I saw leaving the the party yesterday, yeah, they looked sadder than oh, yeah, than did. the people that were out waiting for Hillary in New York City that night in November because they thought they were getting the trophy for the smartest people on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Do you understand what I just said? Okay, this wasn't goddamn Abe Lincoln coming back. We're not morons. This was John John. Not morons. We're not morons. And he's transferring to the GOP. You know what that stands for, stupid? The Grand Old Party. Well, there seems to be a bit of a delay. We'd like to welcome back to the stage Grammy Award winner Travis Tritt. Travis <laughs> Tritt. <laughs> uh, we'd like to welcome back the Oak Ridge Boys. Jan and Dean. (laughs) 
Go, Granny, go. Granny, go, Granny, go. God bless you, Dean. God loves you, Dean, and so do I. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on down there. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was great. I hope Rick Roberts saw, I hope was there? Saw. That oh, fuckhead? Dude, I guarantee And his yellow shirt? Probably. His yellow shirt. Never seen a guy who had more That's yellow... spine. Yellow dress shirts. He had more yellow dress shirts than... He sure uh, did. ...than Giancarlo Esposito yeah. in goddamn Breaking Bad. That's the only <laughs> other guy who ever wore a yellow shirt. Gus. He did, man. Two people will remember yeah. that because they were the only That's ones in true. the studio. <laughs> but yeah. Fucking guy. Starts in the fuck out of that collar. Yeah. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah. That's how I spent my day. Um, <laughs> no, uh, two quick birthday shouts. It was. It was my son's birthday yes. yesterday. We had so much fun. We did not go to Dallas. I'm sorry for lying to all of you. I was not there. And their mom... Got him a ping pong table. But for whatever well, reason. Really? but I, Wait, it, bought him a ping pong table? Yeah. Sweet. But it, but the ping pong table, Dave, is about the size of this desk, and it's a little more narrow. So it's not regulation ping pong table? No. But I, 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 I don't got, like their chances in the Olympics. But I got to tell you this. Why not? Why don't you just go all out? I don't know. I was involved in it. So at the start, I go out there. It's you like, know me. It's miss, not movie quality like the Step Brothers. Right. <laughs> So um insanely impatient. Yeah. And then I said, well, bullshit. I'm going to adjust my game. I'm fine. I'm not worried about this shit. So my son, Cade, kicked the shit out of me the first game, 10-3. Then I was up. Where on, do they put it? What room right in the garage. It? Oh, it's in the garage. Okay. And then uh, I was up 9-5, and his goddamn mom came out. I go, get out of here. You're bad luck. Everything you've been involved in in my life has turned out. Cade starts dying laughing. She goes, what? I go, scram. Get lost. And sure enough, he fucking came back from down 9-5 <laughs> and beat me 10-9. Uh, oh so we gosh. go in. We're watching Beverly Hills Cop. He's like, hey, what are you working tomorrow? 8-4, 9-5. And I go, I hate you. I hate everything about you. It was, I swear, Dave, it was so much fun. And yeah, I like I was grouchy. So I said to Jack, I go, what'd you do after I left? He goes, shit, we played more. I go, how'd you do? He goes, I got smoked. Is that right? And I go, why? He goes, he's got those little T-Rex arms. Oh, fuck. fuck. I go, oh, he does. So it was great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but it was really fun. Good. I mean, it's not like it's a ping pong table for a four-year-old. Yeah. But it's just. It's, it's not the regulation size. No, but it's it's a blast. Was there not room in the garage for regulation or she just didn't No, I, I don't know. Like, again. That's what I would just keep blaming it every time you lose. Well, fuck, if we had a regulation table, you'd, you'd see what dead. would happen. Yeah. I'm used for hitting the edges. Yeah. Oh, try to adjust the game. And it's just, I mentioned this the other day. I just said on Sunday, nobody has less problems with talking shit to you than your kids. Oh, yeah. And. It was, yeah, it was great. We just had a blast. So we just watched Beverly Hills Cop. Have they ever seen it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we went went up to the building that he gets thrown out of. And I got pictures of them laying outside the glass like they got thrown out of it. So You know, speaking of that, a buddy of mine took his kids to the poultry guy's house on Halloween. How crazy is that? 
Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, in Simi Valley. And, he, yeah. and it's funny, he showed me pictures of the house, and the house is the best-looking house on the block. Really? Yeah. It, I mean, it looks like just like the goddamn movie. But it, yeah. That's one of those movies, dude, I won't watch anymore. Like, I've, I've seen that movie probably like that. 50 times. Yeah. But then I started getting freaked out that every time they made one, one of the characters died in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize the, the until I moved here, I didn't realize the young girl, Heather O'Rourke. Oh, yeah, from, from here. San Diego. Yeah. That was right after I got here. I think here. Santee. I think she's from Santee. Is that right? Um, right after I got here is when that happened. Yeah, there were certain movies. Uh, Jack wants to see Halloween Kills. Yeah. And I had kind of shot that down. But Michael Myers' movies are great. Yeah. So I, I blew it because I didn't, I didn't draw the connection that it was that was the Jamie Lee Curtis movie coming back. So we're probably going to check that out this weekend. But... Um, a week late, but screw it. But yeah, I, will you watch Exorcist? No, I'm not. I, I, I hate scary. I've seen it. I just about. Yeah. I'm not a scary movie guy at all. I won't watch any of them. Did you see that? You're a TikTok guy. Did yeah. you? I don't have a TikTok account, but people send me shit yeah. and they're funny. Did you see the guy at at like the Nordstroms who was? I dressed? sent that one to you. Oh, you did. I okay, that, that was a great one. I, you know, when I, every time I send you something, I'm like, oh, fuck, is he gonna cuss me out right now? No, that was great that when was he went good. and played piano, and that's the Halloween yeah. theme he's playing. Yeah, he's playing. That is so good. I think it's John Carpenter did the music, but it's yeah, he's dressed just like Mike Myers with a Mike Myers mask and put and sits at the piano yeah. like that, dude. <laughs> that is so good. Like, yes, no, I love that shit. They. They sent me one today. My friend uh, Becca in Atlanta, yeah, longtime friend, she sends me and she goes, this guy would love the Dave and Jeff show. And it's a guy and he just a complete hillbilly, right? I mean, the ultimate hillbilly. And he's in like a muscle shirt. <laughs> and they go, you get your tattoo done? I did. Well, let's see. And he raises his arm and... So the top of his arm is one leg, and then below him, like coming down his ribs, is another woman's legs. Like the legs oh, are fuck, opened I up. Got you. Where it is with his armpit. And I go, what? What? Where did his parents? Where did his parents go wrong right there? And yeah, I go, why are you sending me that? She goes, because I knew you'd like it. You know that son of a bitch goes on his one one time he goes on vacation. He lays on his back and puts his arms behind his head. Yeah. So everyone can see that shit. Yeah. Now, I don't know what you do with the other arm. But <laughs> I... What the fuck is going on? How do you... I have one tattoo I got in Tampa. It's a Viking logo. Yeah. There was not any discussion between me and Julie Brownman when she said, what are you going to get? I tell you, I'm down to two different choices. <laughs> I'm either going to get the Vikings logo or I'm going to have... Roll with me here. If I have my arm up and I'm reaching for the sky, thanking Jesus yeah. for who I am, it's going to look like a woman's legs wide open. Yeah. And then you get it, Julie, yeah. with the pit. Yeah. The, my pit's the big hairy snatch. Well, I was trying to avoid saying that. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. My moral compass kicked Yeah, in. what the fuck? The things you hold back on are ridiculous. Ah. <laughs> oh. I just was like, ah, oh. and he was so proud of it. And the guy, the tattoo guy, you're like, well, fuck it. Yeah. I'll exactly take you 600. Right. Yeah. The goddamn weed's not going to pay for itself. <laughs> Bulb in the black light in here has gone out. Yeah. Change that shit out. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. That was great. Oh my gosh. 
Hey, a lot of talk the last uh, two days. Obviously, you know, you and I, Raider fans, but also uh, uh. friend of Jim Betancourt. Really sad story for everything involved. Awful. Complete circle of everything that, that's terrible. Um, obviously, we're talking about the drunk driving incident with Henry Ruggs. Mm-hmm. Raiders, again, on entertain the football. Two things. One is the Bronco fans are ridiculous for, for making it about football. This wasn't about football. Somebody lost a life. Yeah, the dog well, lost a life even. Yeah. The lady's dog even died in that car. And the girl, Henry Ruggs' daughter, lost uh, a father. You know, basically, yeah. you're looking at a guy going to prison time. The Raiders, though, football-wise, would stay in there, did the right thing, immediately released yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, you as a football fan, sports fan, I knew there's no way you're going, what do you mean you just cut our first-round pick? No. Got to go. Just uh, You got to go. The Raiders had two, uh, I'm sure, unpopular decisions by some people in the last few weeks. Both of them were the right move. Uh, but the, the, the drunk driving thing, I, I, I'm just, maybe call me crazy. You and I did a show at 1037 in 2007 mm-hmm. about DUIs. And I remember I was shocked how many people called up, not only told us that they've received DUIs, but multiple DUIs. Yeah. And this show went on over and over and over. And I was like, I thought when you brought it up, I think as a segment, I'm like, this is a 10 minute segment and the phone lines aren't going to ring. And then you yeah. go, how does this happen over and over again? And Jim Bentoncourt says like sleepless nights, therapy, the stuff yep. he has seen from it. And you just go, man, it's, it's unbelievable that people still think, Hey, I'm okay. I can get in that car. But to drive that fast and go, dude, dude Uber's ha- Uber's on your phone. Well, Lyft you, is on your well, you phone. don't have the NFL works too. The NFL yeah. that gives everybody that card where they, they will pick you up and take you back and they'll take another guy with them to their car. Your car goes back with you too. Uh, Stephen Wood said it today. He goes, you don't even, even need to even have a car if you're an NFL player. NFL will take you yeah. wherever you want to go at any time. This should never happen to an NFL player. The girl who passed away, 23 years old, Tina Tintor. And, yeah. and Dave, you hear this story that she's there with her dog in the car. She gets hit. The car goes 565 feet, I think was the number I saw. But, you know, when I got hit on Cinco de Mayo, and the gentleman who hit me had run into a couch and lost control, um, I, nothing that I've been told led me to believe he was impaired. It was just crazy. But the craziest shit that scared the shit out of me is when I got hit and I was there and airbags deploy, smoke starts firing yep. into my car. And I immediately had the most terrible fear of getting pinned in my car and going that way, being alive and and not being able to get out. Yeah. And to hear the witnesses' reports today of people that got there and she was screaming and they couldn't get her out and then her car caught fire, I just, it, I related to that because that was my greatest fear on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. That, I mean... I'm a I'm a complete bitch. When I, when it's time to go, I want it to be Tony Soprano at the end. Like you don't even have to play "Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> just turn the fucking lights out and call it a day. I I just can't think. And that to me was just I. That's the part the that whole I'm, story, right? I mean, right. You're right. That part right there makes it worse, right? You and like the, to think that you know, but that's your kid, right? I hope they didn't feel a thing, and uh, and and she died on con- on contact, but not at all. To know. Yeah. She knew she was dying. Yes. And and people were there wanting to help. And, and Dave, for the people that were there and were trying and couldn't get in and the grief that they have to feel tonight and just everybody involved, yeah, it's just absolutely terrible. 
absolutely terrible. And uh, Henry Ruggs had a daughter just born. You know, I that just, kid, their, her dad's going to prison for 20 years. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, yeah. th- think about it. This is how it works in the NFL. My, uh, Tuesdays are an off day in the NFL. So mm-hmm. you got to think, you go in for Monday for film session. You do a little bit of talking. Basically, nothing crazy happens. We'll see you guys on Wednesday because mm-hmm. Tuesday's your day off. And this is when the athletes do go out and have a good time. On a Monday yeah. night. It's their weekend. It's their Friday night. Yeah. And then this crazy shit happens. In a matter of time of probably 12 hours from leaving the Raider facility to... Right. To his life changing forever and changing other people's lives forever. And again, it's not just the the girl and her dog. It, it's the parents. It's uh, whoever she's associated Everybody. with. It, it trickles down so far. It's it's so crazy and sad. Well, and and like I said, the people that were there and witnessed it and tried to help. That was the other thing that I I will remember about that night. Uh, the first responders who were so great. I mean, I got hit at. It, it sure as shit wasn't 130 miles an hour, no. but it was calculated to be somewhere between 70 and 80 head on. And the amount of people from from this area that as I was trying to get my shit together that pulled over and were just like, yeah, I told you, the lady brought me water and other things, man. People, we get it, right? Like there's so many screwed up people and we get so frustrated with people, but, but in... Difficult times, man. People people stand up to help and do good things. And I was a benefactor of that on Cinco de Mayo in a much different circumstance. But just being in a car accident and, and being concerned about my well-being and, and how many other people were concerned about my well-being was great. And that's the thing that I looked at today and, and saw that story and, uh, and yeah, and just, hey, one quick thing, because otherwise I'll forget. I, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. But you and I have established a friendship with Erica on Twitter. Yeah. Who we talked about being my fantasy yeah, football she's GM. Great. She's been incredibly funny. She uh, She's doing something right now for a friend that's incredibly difficult. And I was texting with her back and forth yesterday. And uh, she's just being, man, she's being the friend that we all need in certain times. Yeah. And I just, I know she checks in every now and then, but if she gets this, I just wanted to know that you and me and this whole audience yeah. are so insanely, pre- she's so funny. She's so great with her daughter, but she just posted a little thing and it's her story to tell, not mine, but she's being there for a friend. And it was a situation that I could relate to. Yeah. And uh, I just dropped her a, a message yesterday and, and kind of shared a little bit my story and she and I were just texting back and forth. But she's, I like, we have certain friends on social media that are really funny. And, and when you check in, they're always doing something silly. Her TikTok videos are always great. great. Her one friend keeps superimposing her with Dodger players. <laughs> and it makes her insane. And it's so funny. But, yeah, I just wanted her to know that that you and I and, yeah, you and know, the audience are, are insanely proud of her for what she's doing. And we just uh, keep being that friend you've always been. You know what? She uh, she posted something, and I was going to write something back on there. And yeah. then I went and looked at all the comments that the advice she was getting. Mm-hmm. And 90% of it was great advice. And so yeah. I, I just didn't. You know what clip. I'm talking about yeah, then, right? I, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't clear, yeah. I didn't clog up her, her timeline. But she, um, yeah, I mean, she, she's one of our favorites. She's cool. She, she, she's absolutely great. And, uh, you know, look, being a great friend isn't always easy, and especially during tough times. So yeah, it's a true meaning of being a friend. So um, yeah, we're very yeah, we're proud think, of her. We're thinking about her, absolutely. Um, 
that all I could say is there's there's no one right thing to do or say. You just be there for your friend. It's exactly what I was. She and I were texting back and forth last night, and just uh, I just said, yeah, we're we're really proud of you, and this show's always there for her. So yeah, just because uh, she's silly and she's funny and she's a nice kid, but but right now she's kind of doing her best to to keep uh, a close friend propped up, and uh, we're proud of her for what she's doing. Absolutely. I want to ask you, Didi, you, you mentioned on the last show you didn't watch any of the World Series. Did you watch any yesterday? I didn't see one pitch. We, wow. I literally don't think when I When you were a little it. kid, you would never miss it, right? No. I, I haven't missed it in in years. Um, What's the last World Series you remember watching, but your team wasn't in it? Uh, like well, the one that, I'll tell you, the one that stands out for me, because I one of the few times I remember watching a sporting event with my dad and we I didn't just look at him like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. We were both all in on that 1979 Pittsburgh Pirate team, the We Are Family team, the Willie Sargell team. Against the Orioles? Against the Orioles when they were down 3-1. That is and so we funny. Were I hated in, that team. Oh, it, it, it's funny is... I like Dave Parker. I, yeah. I, I thought it was crazy. Manny Sangian. Well, I've never seen a guy with an earring. Remember Dave Parker had yeah. an earring? And then I, at the same time, they played that Cobra music every time he'd come up to bat. And yeah. I was, I was, dude, I was eight years old. Phil Garner? Oh, yeah, Phil Garner was on that team. Yeah. Dale Barra? Dale Barra wasn't on that team. Dale Barra wasn't on that team. Not yet? Okay, Not so yet. wait. You had Mel Ott catching, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. What yeah. about Manny he, Sangian? He was back, it was a backing up. He, he was on that team, but he was backing up. Melot was 14, Sanguin was 35. Okay. You had Willie Stroger at first. Yeah. Okay. You had Phil Gardner at second. Okay. Tim Foley was at Tim short. Foley, right. Remember that? Bill, yeah, Madlock? Went to Bill Madlock was at third. Okay. Omar Moreno, who caught the last ball, was <laughs> nice. in center. Dave nice. Parker was in right. And I think it was Mike Eastler in left. Uh, I don't know on that. Colby. To Colby was the guy. And that was another good thing I've never seen in my life. That, I've never seen a sidearm pitcher. Yeah. I just never seen it before. And again, at eight Chuck years old, Tanner. I was Chuck Tanner was was the manager. Yeah. Yeah. I hated those stupid stars on the hat. That was a Willie Stargell idea. Yeah. And I just remember in my head, always trying to do the math. How many fucking uniform combinations yes. do the pirates have? Yeah. They were all ugly as fuck. Yeah. But I was trying to figure out black and black, yellow and yellow, yellow top, black paint. Like I'd do the whole thing. No. And then they pulled out the pinstripes. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck's going on over there? I hated that team. Like I, it's not that I was an Orioles fan. I just I didn't like that team. It was just kind of yeah. weird. Um, but then in the eighties, when it's Vance like Bonds, Benia, that team, man, I loved watching that yeah. team play. I like that team too. So I was like, well, that's weird. Ten years ago, I I didn't like this team. Yeah, but I really liked Chico Lind. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sid Bream. Yes, wasn't was, it? was yeah, Sid on that team? Yeah, he was. And then, uh, yeah, I got to think about who else was on that team. I can't remember shortstop and third. Mike, Mike Lavalle was the Spanky. Spanky was the catcher. Yeah. Uh, Doug Drabeck. Yeah, hold on. Who, uh, Jeff King was the third baseman. Oh, there you go. And uh, God dang, you're, you're killing me on the shortstop right now. Who's the, who's the someone's screaming right now at their fucking uh, yeah. radio. Chico was at second, so, right? Chico was at second, yeah. Yeah. You had Bonds in left. You had Vance Bobby Lake. Bonilla in right. You advanced Vance like Lake. and center. Yeah. All right. I'm going to see who the fuck the, the shortstop was. Usually it's yeah. the easiest position to remember, right? But that team with Jim Leland, they were, I loved watching that team. Yeah. I've never been to Pittsburgh in my life. Me neither. Me neither. That's funny you say that. I haven't either. Yeah. But um, that's, that Pittsburgh's one of those places you just hear people say how great it is. Yeah. But then you're like, I don't know if I could live in Pittsburgh. 
That's I'd go visit, though. Why don't you go visit? Do you remember the Tom Cruise movie, All the Right Moves? Yep. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Moves Steve, under- Steve Bouchel was the third baseman. All right. Former Ranger. Yeah. All right. So who was that short? Jeff King? Um, no, Jeff King was, was J. Bell, dude. How did J. Know Bell, that? of course. He ended up with the Diamondbacks. Of course. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. That was the 92 Pirate team. All right. Yep. And then what's the rotation? It's Doug Drabeck. Does it show you? Yeah, it does. Um, as Jeff King as a, as a reserve, by the way, there. Boyd McClendon was a reserve on that team. Okay. Gary Reedus, remember him? Yeah. Okay, that's that's funny as fuck. Here's another guy who was on the 92 Pirates team. I had no idea. Kurt Gibson. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, Just I, the last guy on the bench yeah, at so that point. You, go. you got Doug Drabeck. Okay. Randy Tomlin. Mm. Zane Smith. There you go. Your boy, Bob Walk. Yes, that's right. Okay. T- Tim Wakefield. Tim Wakefield. How about that? That's when we first saw... And then who's t- coming out of the pen? Um, say? It says... Yeah, hold on. Got Tim that. Wakefield with the knuckleball. Who was the goddamn closer on this? Uh, Stan Belinda, right? Danny Cox was on that team. Yeah, it's really fucking nuts. That is... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck. They never made it to the World Series. Maybe for no, but they, they should have. They should yeah. They well they, they had three really good years. Yeah. They had three really good years and couldn't get through. Yeah. And then Sid Bream goes yeah. to Atlanta. Yeah. So first baseman it says on the ninety two team was Orlando Merced. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And then Sid Bream came through with that, that big hit. Anyway, there, right. you, there you go. Yeah. Kind of kind of fucking nuts. Don Slot. Yeah, Don on Slot. The, reserve too. Of How course. Yeah. Another catcher. <laughs> Just remember watching all those yeah, different teams. That's what I was saying. So, like, the last time you remember watching a series you're really into that your neither team was involved, it goes all the way back then? I mean, I... Or I it just probably, stands out in your mind? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say... I mean, you're at the age there where you're actually driving and you have a social life. You yeah. Know? Your team's not in it. It's not like no. your death. It's not like you're stuck at home. What um, am I going to watch tonight? I mean, probably, Dave, the boach. Because I wasn't, I wasn't into the Giants. I didn't cheer for any of those guys, yeah. uh, but Boach was on. Yeah, Boach was managing. But you had a personal relationship. I mean, name another yeah. time you had a personal relationship with a manager that was in the world. Series. Right. I that mean, was, fuck, we never have. Right. No, that was pretty cool. That that and the Super Bowl, um, the the Eli, um, mind blank and wide receiver Tyree David Tyree. Yeah, that one sucked because <laughs> because That's Rodney it. and Junior yeah. were in that one, and we want Junior to get a ring. We did, but yeah. Um, I mean, I think the last couple of years paid attention. They were good. What I liked about yesterday was I really wanted one of the Astro players that were accused of the cheating scandal to be in the last out. Oh, that would and be I good. was really someone wrote like no joke three hours before the last out that they're hoping Guriel would be the last out. And he not was not No, they for some reason they said Guriel. And mm. the thing is, remember he's the one that went after you, Darvish. Yeah. With the whole deal, the, the Asian race stuff, where I thought oh, Major right. League Baseball took uh, too big of an easy punishment yeah. on him. Um, but, yeah, it was great that he was the last. It was great that Freddie Freeman caught the last ball. Why Why do people in this town think Freddie Freeman's coming here? Like, are, are people joking, or are there people that are honestly believing Look, that? He's a free agent that's going to get $30 million a year. I don't yeah. care that he's 32 years old. He's going to get his yeah. money. And, he, and don't be surprised when he asks for an eight-year deal. That's what his agent's going to ask for. Wow. Take me to 40. Yeah. You know, he might not get the eight years. coming. Yeah, they're going to sit there and go, hey, you know, and the thing is, he's still maybe the best first baseman fielding-wise in all of Major League Baseball. The guy's still a gold glover, but at the same time, we know how it works. You get older, yeah. but you see those contracts that Pujols signed. Yep. Where you get a 10-year deal. Yeah. 
And you know you're you aren't paying for the last couple of years. You're paying for the years before that. Yeah. I think you're in the middle of two of those contracts yeah. that are just ongoing. Well, actually, and you have a third one that you can't get rid of. Yeah, I mean, but, honestly, what do you what do you do? So I asked you this question a couple of weeks ago. I literally think about this all the time. And I, mm-hmm. Padre fans always wonder, really, what is your solution? I mean, it's always fun to play GM and manager and make the lineups out on paper. Nobody ever asks, hey, what do you got? Yeah. But at the same time, if you're a GM or AJ called you today and said, hey, we need your help, what do you think we should do? God. I can't even tell you what the fuck you should do. No. I have no idea how you get out of this mess that you created. I did love the video today in Arizona that the new pitching coach is already there with Mackenzie yeah, Gore. I did too. And I, I like that. Uh, I mean, that that's... Would that be amazing if he fixes this kid? Wow. I mean, Dave, that that's got to be... I don't know where that... Got to be in your top five priorities, right? Top three? If he, I'm telling you what, he's the miracle worker if he can do it. Yeah. I mean, no one but, has been able to fix him for anything, and everyone has made him worse. But I think what it has to be is... It's his word, and nobody else says shit. Yeah. He coaches him. This is what we're doing. This is the plan. And I loved reading some of the different stories from some of the pitchers in Cleveland that said, yeah, we butted heads a lot. And then I bought into his system, and I went from 88 to 92, and I went from uh, a 4.0 ERA to a 3.3, and I got it. Look at the success those Indians pitchers have had. Yeah. It's It's amazing. So if if you just go in and it's one voice, one message, and then it it trickles down to what you want when I hey when I'm in at, at the major league level and you're down here working with them, this is the voice. This yeah, is, you're gonna do what I what I tell you to do. Yeah, and nobody is doing it different, or yeah. you're fired. Exactly right. It should absolutely be if I hear you different message, yep. uh, you're gone. I don't care who you are. That should be it. The one one voice, one message. It could be 10 voices, one message. This is the way. I mean, you got to save that kid. But I just, I don't know. I mean, Profar Ops back in tonight, of course. Seven and a half million dollars. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, t- just point out again, you could add Kiki Hernandez. What the fuck are you doing? I uh, could have done a lot of things. I mean, God dang it. Again, I don't understand why you'd get Profar and Kim. Why? Yeah. Why do you need both? Well, and Frazier. <laughs> uh, it's just so weird. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I look tonight, and Jim Bowden's got his 30 things that every team needs to do. What do you say about the pods? I got to get a corner outfielder because Tommy Pham's a free agent. Yeah. You're going to have to find a closer because Melanson's going to opt out. I Does let he think Ma- Melanson's opting out? Yeah, but Dave, I let Melanson. million a year? Yeah, I let him opt out. I really do. I let him opt out. I, I figure, you go, we could take a chance on that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not worried about the bullpen. No, you know, I, I'm not. I mean, there are a lot of guys in the bullpen that are really good. The problem is they just ran them to the, to the break. I mean, what do you do? You kill that team. You, you could tell in April, like, hey, we're not going to do this the whole year, right? Because you're yeah. going to kill this team. Well, they have to figure out, I think um, A.J. Caswell wrote today, you know, Keone Kella yeah. is there. He was really good before he got hurt. Yeah. You got a team option for him for like 800000 Yeah. Um. But I, I'm telling you, the guy... Trey Wingeter, we haven't seen that guy in two years. Right, he's due back. He's yep. due back. But the guy who's out there and could probably be had for nothing will be Trevor Rosenthal. Would you want to bring him back? Well, I don't know. I think he signed just a one-year deal in Oakland, was right? Was it for one-year deal million? with A's? I thought it was just a one-year deal. But 
But again, he's yeah. coming back. He went down so early. Yeah, right away. Yeah. He did. Right away, he was out. But shit, man, he he was, I don't know. You no, know, it was weird as he went out right away. Kirby Yates went out right away. Yeah. I mean, both guys that you said goodbye to. Yeah. Hurt right away. So I think there are guys that you yeah. can find that have the mindset. We yeah. talked about it with Brett a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I, I agree. You have to get, I, I can't stand the idea that you go by committee, closer by committee. I think that's ridiculous, and I don't think they do it. But do you have faith that Pomerantz is going to be healthy? No, I mean how, that's the thing. Is, yeah, the thing is, when he was healthy, he was really good, man. Yeah, you know, it's funny. The Dodgers don't have a closer unless they go for Jansen again and go. What do you? Yeah. What do you do? And and man, I was one of those guys. Get rid of this motherfucker, but so good down the stretch that you go. Do you bring that guy back? Well, it, you know, I mean, it, it, the closing situation is very strange because when it ends, it ends really fast, right? Yeah, it's it's like having a, an aging quarterback. All of a sudden, it's just over. Well, I look at this pitching coach, and I go, uh, if, if you can upgrade Musgrove, right? Joe was solid, but make him, make him a legit guy. Snell was pretty solid down the stretch. The he kind of found month, his way. Great. Last month, yeah. Yeah. So now you go Paddock and Darvish, right? Figure Darvish, it out. I, I'm really curious to see what they do with Darvish. Yeah. And you wonder, too, how much Darvish... Remember Darvish had the hip and everything yep. going into the All-Star game and maybe just tried to play through it? So, um, But if you can get the pitching back... You let Lamette go. right? You aren't going to keep Lamette. You aren't going to do this anymore. I think you have to. Yeah, you can't yeah. sit there and give the 4 or $5 million no. to Lamette. And, th- and I also think you let Matt Strom go. Enough of yep. this shit. <laughs> God damn. Like, you just go, hey, man, we tried. Five innings while your knee is is acting up. Yeah, Strom's gone. Yeah, I think Lamette's got to go, too. Yeah. <clears throat> because Lamette, Lamette will go to, like, the Giants for a $2 million no deal shit. and win 14. But you can't <laughs> give him. You can't give him $2 million here. And win 14. Speaking of the Giants, were you surprised that Buster Posey retired? Very much. He, he talked about it all along. He was going to leave. Really weird that... He would sit out all of 2020 for, yeah. for having little kids and COVID, then come back for one year and then have a great year and go, I'm gone. And leave the, he had a $23 million, yeah. right? Yeah, he had a fantastic year. I mean, anyone who's a, who follows a team in the National League West has to be extremely excited yeah. that Buster Posey's not going to be batting for the Giants next year. Well, they're number one. I mean, I don't know if he's, he's number good. one. He's good. He's Joey all, Bart. Yeah, but he's not, he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, yeah, Joey Bart. Yeah. yeah, Posey's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck. And it wasn't like he came back like Pujols and just hanging on. Yeah. He was fucking really good. And great with that staff. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, well. I like it. Uh, owners' meetings are next week He'd in Cleveland. He'd shit Jim Bettencourt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or not owners. Uh, GM meetings next week in Carlsbad. I'm going to go up there. Are you going to shake things up? Yeah. Kicking the door? Yeah. fuck's going on in here? <laughs> what the fuck is going on in here? Yeah. Uh, think Bo Mello be there? <laughs> I didn't hear any sports radio for the last, whenever the last time we were here, Monday. I haven't heard anything. I didn't hear anything on Tuesday, anything on Wednesday. I heard, heard a little bit of Woods today. What'd he have? I'm trying to think if he won his, his singing game, his, his music game. Um... I heard a little bit of him. He talked a little bit about rugs, like we just did as well. Uh, didn't hear yeah. a lot. Um, I don't think Coach worked today. 
I think it was uh, Braden worked the whole day. But he talked Padres. Every time I flipped on, he was talking Padres. Dude, that's what you got to do. Dude, that's what you got to do. Look, if you're doing local yeah. radio, just talk Padres. That's all you all got. Day. All day long. People people have been, are interested. Yeah. He's breaking down salary caps, everything. All the information was I fine. I like that. Good for him. Yeah. And saying this is where this is where they're at. This is where they're going to get taxed. This is why you bring a guy back. I thought he did a good job. I thought that was nice. You see, uh, I thought it was cool. I thought Jim Russell and Johnny Schaefer did a nice job. They did a horrible job. What do you mean? Those motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> you know, I always say, as soon as you realize you're wrong, admit you're wrong. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they double-gunned me the bird. What? And and actually, poor John Schaefer, we're, we're taking him down. He had nothing to do with that. It's 100% I, Jimmy Russell. I watched Russell. that video three times to look, just for John Schaefer. To look, what's your expression, dickhead? <laughs> What's that? You've done nothing Just want to wrong. make sure he wasn't in on on Jim Russell. Yeah, <laughs> flick him off. He looked like oh shit. He's got to be wondering like what the hell yeah, is this? I don't going even on? know this guy. No this maniac. <laughs> I uh, love what do you think it. Jim says, dude? I know Dave and Jeff. They're cooler. Oh, those guys are assholes. <laughs> what do you think Jim explains what we are? Jim doesn't give a shit. He's in on it. Fucking love Jimmy Russell. <laughs> That was great. Hey, Dave, fuck you. Yeah. That's so great. Double gun me right to the camera. Yeah, I don't know. Do you see what I wrote back to him? No, what'd you write back? I said, you do that again. I'm going to snap both oh, those yes. fingers and stick them in John, John's ears. <laughs> Poor John. Know, got me like, like, don't drag yeah. me into this shit. Hey, Rich, I just want to make sure that if that asshole comes <laughs> on the property, that you got my back. <laughs> oh, fuck. Rich has bigger problems. He's got to figure out what he's going to do in two years when he's the head coach of the Aztecs. <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations to our boy Walchef. Did you see that shit today? He told me it was happening. He told me. Yeah. He, he was, uh, he goes, there's going to be a big announcement today. He was really excited. Good for him. That's cool. Yeah. He, but um, they did it right, man. They got Hodad's going in there. They yeah. got Sean going in there. Uh, uh, Crack Shack. I've heard those guys are overrated. Now, I've never been there. I've never been a crack. The only one I've ever seen was the one in Encinitas. I've yeah. seen Boulevard. Yeah. My buddies told me today it's good, but overpriced. Okay. And a little overrated. Yeah, I haven't been to that one. I haven't Hodad's been Hodad's is great. Well, it was funny, too. They were showing. Hodad's is always great. Yeah, they were showing today, like, they had the media there, and they were doing samples. Yeah. Sean was doing ribs, doing the whole thing, and and... Hodad's is making full burgers. So you go by, you get a burger. And then Crack Shack looked like they were giving out deviled eggs. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it gives out deviled eggs. Those guys did. But I, I've never been there, so I don't know. They could be great. But I asked buddies of mine today. Eggs. I said, hey, how are those guys? Overpriced, a little overrated. Good, but not, yeah. not great. Not the greatest chicken of all time. But I don't care. I mean, it's still cool to go local in there. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, you know, it's funny. Sean gets a lot of shit for staying loyal to the Chargers by people, which is ridiculous. People yeah. in this town love to question fandom, which I think uh. is the most insane thing of all time. For Look, Sean jumped in right there to support your Aztecs. That was great. You know, he was there right from the beginning. Cut him a break, dude. What the hey, hell's wrong with you people? Can I, can I just respectfully ask a favor? And I think you're part of this fucking train, too. I am. For Jason Miramontes and everybody else, can you guys stop pontificating to me as to what the fuck happened with the Chargers? Like, I just moved here from Cleveland. I was there every fucking day. Yeah, I'm not I, part of the problem. I'm part. Of, I'm trying to be part of the solution. I just, I get these goddamn yes. long-winded messages. Oh, Jason Hurts, can you tell? 
Yeah, get over it. He's not. He's nowhere left. close to getting over it. He, you could tell it so bothers him like it happened yesterday. The the so we were talking about Dave's fucking around talking different shit about San Diego, right? And we were joking about the loyal, or not the loyal nineteen seventeen, whatever the fuck that team is that Woods works for. Like we're so excited for those fucking guys to get back. Can't wait, yay! And then uh, Dave says something about the NFL, and it just opens the door to all you fucks that got to give me your opinion. Do you understand that almost put me in the fucking loony bin? I covered that story every day for two years. And here's the other thing. Like for any of you guys that, that try to tell me what happened, you weren't there. And you know how I know you weren't there? Because Dave and I were at Spreckles Theater that night when about 14 people showed up. And I was also there at the actual last game when nobody could be bothered to stick around and celebrate that team because you'd done it 12 months earlier. Everybody packed up and took their seat cushions and got the fuck out to the parking lot and drove home. Yep. There are people that were passionate about that team in this town, but guess what? There weren't enough of you. And they've moved on. God damn. Like, I just, it's so sad. What do you what what point are you trying to make? Well, you know the hotel people. Uh, who gives a shit? Nobody cares. It's all these points about. Well, you know, I really believe that if you look back, uh, I don't look back. I've moved on. I I could not be less fucking interested in the Chargers. As I said to my friend uh, Kenyatta the other day, I said I've been. Let me let me make this perfectly clear for anybody that listens. For 40 years, I've been a Raider fan. 40 years. Yeah. There has never been a time in those 40 years when I was envious of you, the Charger fans. Ever. <laughs> Not one. When we were on uh, KFMB and 1360 doing Charger pre- and post-game shows, when they lost, I laughed. And you know why I laughed? Not to kick you in the balls. I wasn't doing that. I just knew that we had an easy couple of days coming up because Marty Schottenheimer would fuck it up or unfortunately Riles would fuck it up. Bobby Roth would apologize to the fans. All that stupid shit that you guys ate up. McCoy would yell at Judd. Yes. That was my favorite. God, Mike McCoy. Norv. I didn't care. It's, it's what my boss asked me to do. At that rare time, I respected and Dave respected chain of command. Our job was to host the pre and post game show. And as I said to our friend Jason, he goes, yeah, you had fucking Raider fans. I go, listen, okay, maybe during the 14 months we're at ESPN 800 and maybe having Van McElroy on my birthday show <laughs> and maybe using Autumn Wind. Yeah, maybe that gave an indication. Maybe Hank Bauer fucking saying, I don't know why we have Raider fans doing this. Okay. But for the rest of the time, we hit it very well. But again, I didn't care about your team. I didn't give a shit. I sat there for two years. Dave and I covered that story every day, and nobody gave a fuck. It's absolutely the scene from uh, Austin Powers where the guy's standing uh, 10 blocks away, and the steamroller's coming at him at a mile an hour, and he's standing there with his arms up in the air. That was you. And the steamroller was Dean and the move to L.A. 
And I was like, it's fucking coming. Stop doing scare radio. All right, fuck off. That's what you guys did. You guys called me Diablo because you thought we were trying to no, scare you. No, I, I named you Diablo. Yes. Don't think it was They all of that. jumped on. Look, you fuckers. Let me, let me break your heart right now. There wasn't one guy in local San Diego that didn't play for the Chargers that actually rooted for the Chargers. Let's go through the list, all right? Guess what? Jim Russell, 49er fan. Judd, 49er right. fan. Costa, Raider fan. Fucking Rosenberg, 49er fan. Uh, yeah. Kaplan didn't give a shit. Billy He's Ray played for them. Guy. He had to. Yeah. Dude, there Kaplan wasn't was one, a, there Kaplan had been a charger. Remember he had a tryout? Half a day. Jesus Christ. You Who's, and I spent who? more time during that subway charity drive down the uh, field than Kaplan. Uh, Sherrod was a Giants fan. Sherrod was a Giants fan. But who was, who's Darren Seam? Is he a Jets guy? No, yeah, he's a Jets guy. I was trying to think. Yeah, he's a Jets guy. Yeah. There wasn't one motherfucker in no. this whole town that didn't wear the uniform. Right. That was a fan of that fucking team. So you guys Hartman's all go. a Raider guy. Fuck each other. Yeah, Hartman was a Raider guy. Yeah. Everybody on our station. Elo is a. Uh, and 1090. But both of yeah. them. Elo's a Dolphins guy. Yeah. Doesn't even hide it. He's a Dolphins guy. Just dumb. Right. He's a Dolphins fan and a Rockies fan. Dumbest shit of all time. God, get your shit together, Chris, please. That is poor Lori put up with your God, shit. God, we love Lori. Give her. <laughs> Lori Elo is the coolest. <laughs> I love those two. Oh, fuck. That would be a guy to get in this. Can you imagine getting that maniac in here? I, I, I love Elo. I'd put Chris on. That'd be cool. I love that guy. Dude, he was a goddamn newspaper guy. Yes. LA Times guy. Nah, he's great. We should get that fucking psycho in here. <laughs> Talking about, I would, I would get him in here just because his stories about traveling with the minor league gulls that were just the biggest psychos in the world. It was like slap shot. Chris yeah. was in the middle of it. Yeah. All right. These fucking guys. Get him just, out. There you go. But so, it's just, Jason, listen, man, you're, you're family. I don't give a shit about what happened. Do you understand? There's not a part of me where I'm like, oh, hang on. We're the readers. I can't wait to be educated on this. <laughs> and I say to all of you, who the fuck were you talking to? Because we're talking to the NFL because we had to every day. And we're talking to the people on the story every day. We're talking to the Chargers every day. We saw it all. Yes. All you fucks that wanted Mission Valley, you're the reason you pushed them out of town. You guys you absolutely your- did. Fucking tailgating. They told you. No tailgating. You're not going to tailgate at goddamn Aztec Park. Okay? The 14,000 of you that are going to get in because that fucking egomaniac Walchef took up all that space out there for his ghost kitchen. Goodbye. Good luck parking your car with big green eggs all over the fucking place. Yeah, maybe maybe you can park that fucking RV at Ikea, shithead. You can walk across the Todd Santos Bridge. <laughs> you get that fucking thing out of here. Move it. Come on, back it, back it up. Like Drew Brees in that ESPN yeah. commercial. I can't move. What do you want me to do? <laughs> That's all of you. Shithead. Fuck. Why? Why do? Why do you hit send on those tweets? Well, this is going to bring these guys into the loop. They're clear. No, we're not. We're not out of the loop. We know it fine. But guess what? It's like an English paper I wrote in ninth grade. We wrote it. We did it. We fucking forgot about it. You know, if you ask me, we did it. Oh, we my did gosh. It. 
Nobody asked. Yeah, guess what? They got renderings in LA now. <laughs> Dean has them. It's ready to go. There's new facility. Who's paying for that? Who cares? I love that Genie Bus welcome to Escondi. Esc- excuse El- me. El, El Segundo. Genie Bus is like, hey, welcome to LA Chargers. I, Genie let me down when she fucking started dating Jay Moore. Dude, Phil too. Jackson's like, me what? Too. Yeah. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Fuck. If you're Jay Moore, you're like, why is this bed 10 feet long? <laughs> oh my God. I'm five foot six. Who were you with? Eldon Campbell? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. oh, man. All right. Want to mention Dan Williams? We talk about Dan all the time as far as just being a friend, but he's really good at what he does. He's a guy that handles money. He's a guy that can handle your money. He's helped us out, helped Jeff and I both out. So many of our friends have called Dan, and they always say the same thing back. Best call I made. Yep. Or they say, man, that was that was really quick. Dan is one of those guys. He's, he's not a bullshit artist. He will get right to the root of the problem right away. I've called him just just not even saying, hey, I need to talk to you. I just pick up the phone and call. Answers right away. Again, he is the guy to help you out through what's going on through your finances. If you're thinking about doing what Jeff did with the refinancing or you need to get out of debt or you just want to figure out how can you own your first property, Dan Williams is the guy we recommend. Dan Williams' number is 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Also, check out his YouTube Bar Smart Two Minute Tuesdays, understanding your cost of debt. Dan is your guy. Again, 858-688-6813. Yep. Uh, nothing better than having the ability to utilize your credit uh, to your benefit. And the way to do that is by following Dan's plan on Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. So you can take your credit score from maybe, gosh, the 600s into the 700s and then be lucky enough to get into the 800s which is what I was able to do. And when I was able to do that, uh, my ex and I were able to refi our condo and we got a fantastic rate and Dan's team couldn't have made it any easier. We couldn't be happier with the service they provided and you will feel the same way. And as Dave said, man, just getting out of debt, organizing your finances, kind of your your debt to income ratio is going to be great. And then so many other things are going to be great. Call Dan, 858-688-6813. When you're looking for that perfect home in the perfect neighborhood to move into, again, Brian Curry is your guy. Brian Curry has been selling real estate through the San Diego market for more than 25 years. He's the guy that wins a ton of awards because he's really good at what he does. He's in the top 1% internationally. He's the guy, certified negotiation specialist, the guy to get the most for your home, and most importantly, find your next neighborhood. Call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. And as he made it clear to us, he doesn't instruct freshman football players to hit you in the nuts. <laughs> now, I'm dying laughing. On, we're on a thread because Brian's head coach of the very good Poway Titan freshman team, much better than when uh, the birthday boy Jimmy Hughes played on that team. So proud of him. <laughs> and John Conniff got cut from that team. He got cut from the freshman team. Twice. Oh, shit. Even as a sophomore, he got cut from that team. Uh, but uh, we were on this thread yesterday because I told you I was dying laughing. A good friend, son plays at Rancho Bernardo and mentioned that they got beat and that their son got punched right in the balls. So I sent it to Brian, and Brian's like, oh, boy, number. And I'll refrain from mentioning the number. I go, yeah, that's him. I, he looked like he'd had a little air taken out of the sails. We got to get that checked out. Now, there's a part of me where I'm laughing, and then I feel bad because my friend's kid is sweet as kid. Nicest kid. He got one right in the old 
moneymaker. So, uh, but hey, at the end of the day, I'm team Curry. And by the way, congratulations to Dylan Curry too. So yeah, so many different things going on. But right now, if you are looking to buy or to sell, as Dave mentioned, man, I can't think of anybody better than Brian Curry. How about the fact that uh, Brian Curry hanging out with our buddy Teddy Mendenhall at those games? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I don't know what the schedule is, but, man, for a Friday night game, I would sure Playoffs like to. Playoffs are starting. That, no, I know. I got yeah. that. But I know Helix has a bye. They're the one seed. And I don't know what Poway's schedule is, Dave, but, God damn, I'd love to get a, uh, a group outing out for a Friday night to go support Dylan in B.C. Uh, but wishing all the best of luck to East County Zone, uh, the Poway Titans. There you go. Taylor made pools. Again, your pool is waiting for you. You just need to call Alan Taylor. Put it all together. More than 20 years in San Diego, making beautiful swimming pools, creating great memories. Again, Alan Taylor with Taylor made pools is your guy. Also, ask about available financing. It is right there for you. Make it happen. Let's get that Taylor made pool in your backyard. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I love the idea of the financing because so many yeah. people want in San Diego and, uh, Sorry that we're not the uh, Sean Styles. Almost said Sean Spicer. We're not Sean Styles. We don't come in here and tell you what's going on with the climate or the waves or any other bullshit. All we can tell you is it gets goddamn hot. What's better than when it gets hot uh, than a tailor-made pool? That's right. Not a goddamn thing. But if you look at it and you go, oh, man, I'm not sure. I'm trying to work out my budget. I haven't contacted Dan Williams yet. Well, then you say, hey, tailor-made pools, let's talk about that financing. You get the plan in place, the pool gets built, and next thing you know, you're you're living the high life in the backyard. A lot like our friend uh, Coronado Pete. Boy, he told me, he goes, hey, man, I, I can't talk. I'm going to be in Kenny Bunkport this weekend, and then uh, a couple of weeks from now, I'll be up in Aspen. He's going to be up in Aspen doing some skiing, so congratulations him. to him. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to live that good life right here in San Diego with the tailor-made pool, Go to the Dave and Jeff show.com and check out our sponsor page. And you can see all the info for everybody for, for Dan, for BC and for also for the good people at Taylor made pools. Absolutely. Kyle Fluger is your guy to help you with the website. He's helped us with a bunch of them as well. Kyle's the guy that wants to draw traffic to your website. If you're not getting the traffic that you need to that website, it's not working properly. Again, call Kyle 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Uh, we heard today, and a lot of different companies are dealing with this, the supply chain issues, Dave, could drag on for like another 15 months. And those kind of things are going to have a trickle-down effect on so many different businesses and also on e-commerce. And, man, e-commerce just seems like especially now with with the holidays coming up people are just like forget it i've got the ease i can order from my phone hey i was ordering shit from my phone the other day yeah did you ever see jump street 21 jump street or 22 yeah i'm just sitting there i go oh movie's great you can get them both for like 12 bucks you order from your phone it's off and running that's what people have grown to expect and that's what people demand so if your website is not bringing in the kind of business that you wanted to Give Kyle a call and and notice the difference. You're going to love it. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going November 3rd. We have four of them right here. Okay. Going the first one is Kendall Jenner. She's the second youngest. Kendall Jenner. I'm going to say she's uh, 24. 26. And I'll say 600 million. Dude, she's the poorest. You want to try again? Uh, she's a model, though. I mean, she's rich compared to everyone else we know, but out of that group of girls... She has the least amount of money. $100 million. $45 million. No shit. Yeah, $45 million. Well, She's the most normal one, I think. Yeah. I like that. 
All right, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, man, this is funny. Thinking about that now. I think he's 32. 34. 34. I think he's made a shitload of money. I'm going to say $100 million. $20 million is what they have listed. I think he made a lot more than that. All right, this one I expected more money, but it's still a lot of money. Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr. Boy, Sam Bass let us down. He sure Sam, did. Sam Bass stood right there when she screeched, <laughs> and he just held on to his fucking scarf and didn't do shit. Do shit. He knew it. He sat here and admitted it. Could have been a hero. Could have been a hero. Could have um, been Rick Monday. Fuck yeah, he could have been Rick Monday. <laughs> 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 oh, Miss Sammy Bass, man. Um, uh, Roseanne, I'm going to say is, I'm going to say she's 64. 69 years old. I'm going to say 50 million. $80 million. No shit. I thought she'd be in the hundreds. But Throw her one again? Right, oh my God, dude. No fucking way. No chance. She's on that list of never. You got, okay. Go ahead. Look, if you can throw somebody worse. I'm going to tell you this right now. Dave, you've got, you've got two choices. Okay. You live by throwing either one to, to Roseanne or uh, you got three choices. Choice A, choice B, choice C, okay? Choice A is Roseanne. Choice B is Kathy Griffin. Or choice C is Amy Schumer. Ah. Uh. <laughs> or we pitch your fucking loudmouth Dodger wearing ass right here in this pool full of piranhas. Oh my god, dude! Who are you throwing? Kathy I think I'm Griffin going... would be the one. Oh, Roseanne, second. No, <laughs> Kathy Griffin, dude. There's no way. No, for all three, there's no way. But Amy Schumer, no Ooh. way. Put your snorkel on, bitch. Amy Schumer might be last on that list. Yeah, I think Roseanne might be two. Fuck. I hate this game. This was not a good game. <laughs> Why don't we just do this? <laughs> look at those piranhas. We haven't fed them in three weeks. You know who I looked up last night? I was watching uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Tom Hanks was on. Okay. And I didn't realize Peter Scalari yeah, died. Yeah, just passed away. From leukemia. Oh. At 66 years old. And he talked about the TV show Bosom Buddies. Yeah. How long? How many years was Bosom Buddies on TV? Great question. I'm going to say three. It's only two. It's wow. funny. I thought it was all longer than that. But Donna I mean, how Dixon, many storylines? At some point, right. they're going to figure out who they are, right? I was trying to explain it to Sean Walchef, the show today, because I'm like, I don't think you're even born, you know? No. And uh, he's just looking at me you're like, what? What's the story? What, what's yeah. the deal? So anyway, Donna Dixon, remember she was yeah, smoking of hot. Kind of like a Christy Brinkley type. Yeah, of course. Dude, I said, what does she look like now? So I went to Google Images to Donna Dixon. Not so good. She Not has so a good. fake accent. She's married to Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. They showed up on Stern Show. And yeah. Now she's talking like a freak, uh, fake, like... Is it English accent? What's she yeah. doing? Jesus Christ. They've been married for like 40 years. Yeah, but if you look at Dan Aykroyd, he used to be the thin one of the, the Blues Brothers. Obviously, he's made a lot of bad food choices. I think she's eating with him. She doesn't look good Fuck, either. he made a ton of dough, man. Yeah, she used House to look so blues. good. God, she used to look so good. I'm so disappointed. Never do that again. One in the morning, Google somebody that was hot 40 years ago. I'll Don't do that. that. Not yeah. everybody can be Marie Osmond. God, fuck. Have I, I'm going to tell you this again. Not only would I quit everything. <laughs> Which is so funny to me. Um, is, this, is this so I can spend the rest of my life with Marie Osmond? Sure. I'm going to give up the top part of my left pinky. <laughs> like Ronnie Lott. <laughs> I'd lose the top part. I don't want to lose the whole finger. No. 
I'm gonna lose the top part. Was it his or was it his middle finger? I thought it was his pinky finger. I don't know. I yeah, don't that top one. part of the digit yeah. gone. Yeah, cut it off. Cut it off. I got tackles to make. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Goddamn, the Blasters wrote Marie Marie, but Marie Osmond. Wow, they didn't write Kathy Kathy, but <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Your dream date. All right, five random questions. Okay. I asked you a question kind of uh, a few weeks ago. It was something like, what would you rather have, a million dollars or be in love? You chose the million dollars. Yeah. So here's the, a lot of people asked me about that question. And, and it wasn't like they thought you were wrong. No. They would just wanted to talk about it. Oh, yeah. All right. What would you rather throw away, love or money? No. Love. <laughs> you throw your money away. You're not going to have anybody loving you. Hey, come on, honey. I had the blanket here in the back of the F-150. Hey, fuck you. What? <laughs> Not hanging out here. Shit. Yeah. Still <laughs> that shit. Get close. Get a goddamn dog. Move to big sky country. You're fine. Some guy on TikTok, someone asked him. Yeah. He goes, I was just out. Someone just asked me, what do you do for a living? I said, I mind my own fucking business. I hear the hiring. <laughs> you want an application? <laughs> Yes, I like that a lot. What are you doing? <laughs> Did I, I throw away the money? You would not, you <laughs> fucking liar. You fucking cheap bastard. Shut up. You fucking throw away the money. Sure you would. Aren't you uh, Aren't you just fucking Hugh Grant over there? I, I, the I, consummate I, romantic. I don't know. My wife You're makes a, enough for both of us. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What am I going to do? Fucking liar. All right. Um, if you had food at a bad restaurant... Would you yes. say something? Oh, you know what? I, I, okay, this is what I would do. Okay. I would tell my friends, right, if, if asked. Yeah. Um, now, I had, I had an experience. My wife and I, we were engaged. She was pregnant. We went, we were in La Mesa. So this is 14 years ago. There was a little Italian place that we were dying to try. We had just moved into La Mesa right by Lake Murray. And this place is under new ownership. So this okay. story does not apply, but you get it. Little Italian place called Little Roma. Okay. And it was just great, man. We were at that point where uh, you and I were having fun on Free FM. And we were excited about getting married. We were excited about being parents. Like It was a really good time in our life. And we were in a great mood. And we went into Little Roma, and they just treated us like shit. Really? You remember this? And I went on Free FM, and we oh, FU yeah, to the day, and we lit them up. Yeah, I do remember that. And to me, it's that kind of thing, where if you go in and the food sucks, man, that sucks, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe it should. I mean, I think we've all had it, where you go someplace and it's not great. But I, I would only share it with my friends. I really... I'm not a Yelp guy. I'm not going to Google no. review it or do anything. But like today, I don't know about Crack Shack. I've never been there. I'm okay. Just, uh, like, so, like, I had an aunt and uncle. Every time we went out to eat, you knew what was going to happen. They were going to send it back two or three times. Oh, I can't stand that. I just wouldn't even go, man. And so it was, it was always that. And then by the time we were all done eating, they haven't gotten their food yet. So now you yeah. got to wait for them to get their food. But look, it, it all if the food's bad and you've been there before and you know it's yeah. better, say, look, we've been here before. You know, yeah. we know you guys are capable of better food. It's just not the same tonight. Maybe I would say something that way. Yeah. But, man, I always am, am really careful about the people that handle your food. 
Yeah. You know, I'm always like, fuck, there's some kid in the back that's going to spit my food. Well, my sons and I, my sons still live in La Mesa, and we like heading out to Wild Wings. We like because we can watch the games, and the one out in Santee, not far from their house. Nordis. Man, the people there are so nice, and we go, and we just hang out. We have a blast, and the we love the one down by the sports arena yeah, because it's a Raider bar on Sundays. Okay. So we've had, and, and again, my sons are now 14, so just to go and watch games and, and hang out, menu fits them perfectly, and like I said, the staff at Sports Arena and Santee have been great. We did a, We went to the movies the other day on Saturday. Yeah. And one of our family friends wanted to take them to lunch before the movie and said, hey, I know you, you and your dad uh, go to Wild Wings. There's a Wild Wings in the old Junior Seau's place. Uh, let's meet there. So, so Jack, Cade, Vita, uh, our friend Kelly and Kelly's son Colton, they met for lunch. Dave, they said it was just a complete disaster. Complete disaster. And this one over here in Eastlake is just the fucking worst. Oh, that's fine. I go to that one all the time. I've never had an issue. Oh, we used to, Trotter and Walchiff and I went there for fight night a oh, couple wow. of times. I, that's where I, I make a bet with somebody in the neighborhood. We always bet games. Yeah. And the loser always has to buy wings. And so I just lost. Yeah. I picked the Chargers to beat the Patriots. I lost. So I, I owe them on Tuesday. I owe them lunch. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe they got it together, but we were there like three different times. Okay. They couldn't fucking figure it out. Oh, that's funny. But but it's weird, like certain locations. Yeah. So uh, if you're a Raider fan, goddamn, that one by the sports arena is a blast. And my sons and I like it because we go in there and they're cranking autumn wind and a bunch of yeah. guys cheering for my team and I have fun. But and Santee's super nice. But that's it. But no, I I, I don't. I, I, who, nobody gives a shit. Like really. And and Sean's told me about people going on Yelp or whatever. I. Him and I literally had this conversation this morning. I said to him, people only go on Yelp if they want to complain. No one's going to go right. on and give you five stars. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But if there's, what about if you go, let me flip that. What if you go to a place and it's really, really great? No, I, will I say, hey, the, the food was outstanding? No, I yeah. won't. I, I won't. Like, I expect it to be great. That's why I'm yeah. not eating at home tonight. That's why you're getting my money. But will you tell your friends if you yes, come back and go, hey, would. this place is yes, kind of cool, right? I would. I would share it. Yeah. And I always think that's the best advertising is word of mouth. Yeah. Uh, especially when you find kind of a cool little um, cool little neighborhood place. Yeah. That's always really fun, right? Yeah. I'm with you on that. But no, the whole going to social media and, and doing everything, especially now with the whole uh, Karen society that we live in, yeah. I, I try to stay away from that. I'll be honest with you, I've never, I think, gone out and looked at Yelp reviews. I, I know in a lot of people's business, it, it's important. I just yeah, I, I haven't yeah. done it. All right. If you could be friends with any celebrity, who oh, do you like choose? Uh, I like that. Who would I choose? I would take. Uh, Eric Hosmer. <laughs> Brian O'Grady. <laughs> Skip Schumacher. Oh, Fuck yeah. Uh, I like that. Who would it be? I'm going to take... I'm going to take Wayne Gretzky. No, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. I'm okay, going to leave Gretzky. Ahead. The guys at Upper Deck, when they come back from dealing with Bobby Orr... Really? Say Bobby Orr is the funniest... The hold is Bobby Orr? I, I don't know the answer. It has to be in his late 70s, right? Yeah. 
But he golfs up a storm, and they said he is the but, funniest dude, one of my all-time favorite players. Now, what happens players. when Bobby dies? You watch your dirty mouth. Well, that's my point is don't you want someone that's going to hang around a little bit through your lifetime? Yeah, man, friends already with Lisa Ann. That's How true. How much better does it get? And Nicole Ager, did you see that? He's 73. Yeah, did, I did. I did. like that shit? I do. Uh, I mean, I got two pretty good ones right there. Uh, Gretzky'd probably be, uh, Gretzky'd be great. Because Gretzky I, lives in St. Louis, doesn't he? No. Hey, who are you looking for? Somebody that's closer to home where you're hanging out with them. You're friends with them, not just picking up the phone. I'm a guy named Lee Sands, 3,000 miles away. I'm already friends with Carlo Cicchetto. What do you want? <laughs> who are you going to say? What's your answer? You know what? I was trying to go younger than the guy I was thinking, so it would last a little bit longer while they're still famous. Um, I think I'd pick LeBron. I think LeBron would be my guy. But then I, I'd try to think, what about like Mike Trout? Well, uh, Mike Trout's you know, different. What about Mookie? Any of these guys. I don't know. Somebody that's younger and still plays. But then I'm thinking LeBron's going to be out well, in a couple years. It's probably 19 fucking years already. Dude, I'll tell you this. A, a guy that I went to high school with, Jack Hamblin, was a couple years older than me. And he was buddies, still is, with Eddie Vedder. And oh, he's cool. lived. They were buddies going back to yeah. San Diego. And Jack lives in New York. And so I haven't seen Jack in, in 20 years, but our buddies, the Kings, Jeff and Scott and, and Dave yeah. and Steve all stay in contact with Jack and, uh, and a oh, veteran man, like everybody wants a piece of you, but, but Jack has been there since they were 15 Yeah, and he's had an absolute blast and has got a chance to go around. I, I like that, but honestly, man, like, for me, Dave, I'm probably now at a place where I'm so thankful for the friends that I have in my life. Like, my friend Laura has been, uh, fuck, we met in 10th grade, man. 10th grade. I was talking to that maniac today, and we're just laughing our ass off. Just different shit. We're roommates together, up and down, the ups and downs of this show and everything else. Man, she's seen it all. And so her mom was really close to me and, and something. So yeah, I don't really need it. I like the friend. I just fired a few people. Yeah. So if Kim Kardashian said, you want to hang oh, out? Oh yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Let me ask you this. If yeah. Kim Kardashian said, we're going to have to, we're going to hang out, but you have to ditch. I'm going to give you a few names. Go ahead. Uh, I got to get rid of them as friends. Yeah. Okay. One in one out. Okay. okay. I'm going to give you a few names. Kardashian in, Mike Costa out. Costa's gone. Steve Woods. Gone. Katie Temple. Katie, you're probably gone. I think so. <laughs> Fuck, man. We had a nice run. Yeah, we did. For all three of them. Yes, we did. Ernie Martinez? Gone. Gone. Later, fool. <laughs> I, you can run me out. I'd be like, hey, man, because you're fucking gone. Trust me. Jesus. Be the easiest one out of the group. Yeah, no, I think to to hang out with Kim Kardashian. Okay, wait, what? Okay, hang on. Let's amp- yeah. let's turn up the intensity a little bit here. Okay, Kim Kardashian in. No more talking to Lee Sand. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. You fucking pervert. Oh man, that's a tough one. I don't know, man. Lisa's that's, gone. Oh, my God. Fuck out of here. She lives in one. New York. I love that's her to death. She does live in New York. Malibu's much closer. Right, and I can hang with Courtney. Yeah. You see Chris Jenner. That's true. Chloe. Yay, let's go. Yes. Hey. You're I, right. You didn't, Lisa Ann didn't call you and go, hey, Dave, I got this goddamn helicopter ride. <laughs> That's true. 
They're gone. <laughs> Later, hot thing. Nicole Eggert? <laughs> Damn it. You're right. Nicole Eggert? Yeah, she'd probably be gone. Gone. Come on. It's not even tough. Damn it. Geekster? I hate to say it. She's gone. Uh, I think I'd keep Geekster. She's gone. Gone. Fuck. Yeah. Rose? Jesus. I love Rose. Yeah, You're gone. She's no Kim Kardashian. She's gone. Got that new baby. Beautiful baby. But I, I, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Rose, you're can't up. do that anymore. <laughs> Rose right now is like, shut up, you two idiots. You're gone. Tracy Walden? Gone. She has three beautiful babies. Gone. Those kids are great. I love those kids. Tracy's so goddamn. Always getting in fights. Ah, I hate to lose. Those two are tough to lose because they're so yeah. goddamn funny on social media. Yeah. Sex Luger? Gone. Oh, shit. He's gone. Miserable Pottery fan? Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Dude, he dropped the best line off me, man, a couple years ago. You ran into him in a parking lot, walking yeah. out of Lolita's. It was me, Brian Lozier, and Josh. Yeah. Dave. And I look over, because I have no fucking idea. Yeah. It's me, Sex Luger. And fucking Brian is like, what the fuck? Has no idea about the show. You better have hugged him. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. That's our guy. Yeah. And that fucking guy just screams out across the parking lot. It's me, Sex Luger. Uh, what about uh, what about requested? Yeah, sorry. Oh, you gotta go. This fucking guy today, go. this dork, fucking kid wins one game. He kicks the shit out of John and AG. That's Billy and Pete's new name. John and AG because they cannot run a football franchise. So Kenyatta wins, and today he's chirping about how he's going to be the sixth seed. And then yeah. Jimmy goes, well, go ahead. The top four make the playoffs. Key, what? <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. Well, go ahead. Yeah, the top four. Good for you, Key. God damn it, Jimmy. I love this group we have. I put together a great group in this league. You did a good job. I think we thought we did it together. Didn't oh, we, did we? pull we? the names out. Oh, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> okay, here we go. Do you consider yourself a saver or a spender? Oh, fuck. I'm a spender. Lately, I'm, you are a spender. But I'm getting better. I'm you getting just better. told me you walked in there. I just doubled up on two more games. Yeah, I know. But I got tickets for 10 bucks. That's good. But I've done a much better job. See, I hate being in debt. But I've learned that if I manage the debt, then it's I, I'm much happier in my life right now because I've reestablished my cushion. So my cushion's the strongest it's ever been. And the debt's still there, but not much. It's just basically my car payment. That's not a debt. Not too bad. No, you're paying right? it every month. Yeah. No, but debt. no, but I it's higher than I've ever had a car payment yeah. and the term is longer than I've ever had. So what? Yeah. But I love the car. Yeah, you got to get great. around. Yeah. Dude, you bought the car at the perfect time. Look at the price of gas. Yeah. yeah. And fuck all you guys with your price of gas, all right? I'm tired yeah. of hearing about it. I mean, let's be honest here. We've seen inflation on everything. Yeah. All right? I'm surprised that it's not $12 a gallon. God, all right? no shit. I mean, fuck off. A year ago, all of us thought we were going to die and we couldn't leave our house. We're in masks. Yeah, that's why gas was a dollar a gallon. Yeah. yeah. Fucking if Joe could just wake up and get that shit taken care of. Stop pissing himself or whatever the fuck he's doing over there. God damn, Joe, you're meeting the Pope. When, he, when he fell asleep the other day, why didn't he just come back and go, I wasn't sleeping, I was praying. Oh, like, Why didn't he just pull that line? Hey, nobody's going to talk about that. You're not going to question a man of faith. Sick bastard. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm definitely uh, a spender. 
I'm definitely the spender. But I've I've gotten better. Yeah. yeah there's, I don't think you buy crazy shit. No. I don't know. You did just announce that you bought the guy dang 21 Jump Street on DVD. Oh. <laughs> Dave, those two movies. Fucking hoarder. <laughs> those two movies are worth the $12 for Ice Cube alone. You've seen them, right? Yeah, I have. Ice Cube is so goddamn funny in those movies. Oh, yeah. I bought one other one, too. What did you buy? I bought... Uh, because my sons had never seen it. They wanted to see a couple of cool Stones movies. So we got two Stones movies. Stones in Exile about the building of Exile on Main Street, which is great, old school. And then we got uh, Stones to the Max, which okay. I didn't. I kind of fucked up. It's so good. You ever, they did this concert like 25. Shit, I think it's actually 1990 on a tour that I saw them on. But they did it, uh, they shot it for the IMAX theaters. And now that Charlie Watts is gone and these guys are all getting older, for me, I, I liked seeing, I didn't want to see like, I mean, I've seen the Altamont Gimme Shelter movie, but that's 72. That's way before I got into it. But seeing a concert from 1990 when I was seeing them in their prime and watch it, but they don't do Gimme Shelter on that. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's so goddamn good. And it's like, it was nothing, but... I've established the cushion. My debt is manageable. Like, I, I don't have any credit card debt. I don't have anything like that. Um, I just have my car payment and my 900 fucking L.A. Kings season ticket payments. <laughs> but, but we're all good. All right, here we go. Last question. Okay. I like this one, actually. Would you rather be able to control time or be able to know what other people are thinking? Couldn't give less of a fuck what other people Dude, think. Me too. I really couldn't. I think so, that would fuck with your head so much if you actually cared. I too you many people you do. Move forward, you'd be paralyzed, dude. If yeah. You, if you could hear what everybody was thinking in their head, Ugh. if imagine every time you walked in the room, people could hear like what you were thinking because it would be yeah, like this goddamn guy. Mel Gibson movie. What's the, which one is that? What uh, women think? Oh, yeah, you'd be that guy. Why is it every time I walk in the room, Jeff's like, "Can you believe this fucking guy?" Oh, look at this deep shit. <laughs> shit I can say it out you loud. Call someone a shithead during the show already. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm insanely easy for me to make clean breaks, and I really don't. Outside of a handful of people, uh, here, let's play that game again, like the Kardashian game. Okay. okay, okay. How many of these people do you really, really care what they think? Okay, okay. On a day to day basis, not, not on something that deeply impacts you, but just day to day basis. Okay. Uh, Mike Costa. No, I don't care. Steve Woods. No, I, not, there's nobody that I... Sex Luger. No, no. There's nobody. Right. Dude, when I, but you're right. When I was younger, the 100%, I, yeah. I would be worried. Yeah. I think, it, you know what? It's, it's funny. It's the number one thing my dad used to say to me when I was a kid. Don't yeah. worry about what other people think. And I used to go, dude, you, don't, you dress terribly. I used to like look at him yeah. like, it's easy for you to say. You look terrible. Yeah. But then I, it, I realized in the long run, it didn't mean jack shit. No, if if I don't give a shit what my two kids think, yeah, who I love more than anything in the world, why the fuck would I care what you think, right? Yeah, it's, it's how much are you impacted by what Josh thinks? You know what I, I am. I, I do. I mean, I do want my son to look at me in a certain way, just like I'm sure you do too. Well, you of know? course. But if he doesn't, what are you gonna do? Well, nothing. I get. I don't know. But it depends. It's uh, it's funny. I go to Josh for a lot of things as far as what's relevant. What's what are people talking about? Yeah, he's great on that. And so, yeah, he's the right age. I mean, he's in his twenties. But at the same time, like I, I don't have a fear of getting older. I just don't want to be 
the guy that doesn't understand anything of what kids are doing today, that kind of deal. Like, I want things to be relevant, you know? Don't be a Steve Buscemi. No, no, not like that. But my point is, people that always, uh, back in my day, that shit. Someone, I'll tell you who made a comment. J.J. Redick made a great comment the other day about he hates old NBA players that go, you know, back in my day, this guy couldn't play with so-and-so. This guy... And he goes, let me tell you something. The guys today could play with guys in the 90s. They could play right. with guys in the 80s. They could play with guys in the right. 70s, in the 60s. How many guys in the 60s could play in yeah. today's game? Shit. And, and he's right. Because fuck all those guys. Bob Cousy's going to come in. Yeah. I mean, Bob Cousy, I'm sure. Bill Russell could play. Wilt could play. Well, the game's different. Like, you don't even need a big man anymore. What Did are you going to do? Did you see those videos, though, of Wilt that had been colorized the other yes, day? Yes, they were awesome. And you're like, my God, Wilt yeah. Chamberlain's the man, yes. right? Guys like Wilt and Babe Ruth, when there's, Jerry West. when there's no bar to actually go for, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's a bar that LeBron and Kobe and all those guys were chasing with Jordan and yeah. whoever set it. Nobody ever set the bar before them. Like, no. you never know. How many home runs do I have to hit for this right. to be out of reach? Yeah. You know? How many points do I have to score for this to be out of reach? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think about some of the guys, you know, John Konkak. Remember all those guys yes, that used to play? He's not making a fucking team. No. Right? Who's that guy, Keith Van Horn? I mean, and that, and that's only 20 years ago. Yes. But then you go all the way back. Now, the only difference, being Dave, in the league at that point that maybe the old-timers could make is that you had 20 teams in the league, right? Or you had 15. So the talent pool, you had to be good to survive in that talent pool. But, I don't know, can Rick Barry play in today's NBA? Probably. Yeah. You know what? I I imagine he's a Hall of Famer. You know, here's what's funny. I had this conversation with with Michael Jordan in the the 90s. Um, Lucky, I was lucky enough to talk to Michael Jordan a few times. A couple times, just him and me. He said it. I didn't even ask him the question. He brought it up. It's almost to what you just said. Yeah. He talked about his age and how successful he was as he was still older. Yeah. And he goes, look, the first eight guys in the NBA on each team can play. Yeah. The last four can't fucking play. Right. Now you just added eight more teams to the league. Yeah. How many guys in this league now can't play? But And he was saying, look, there's no reason a guy my age should still be leading the league in scoring. Like, he, he just said they watered the league down by adding eight teams of guys that didn't belong anyway. But if you go back, so it's funny. I, I can't, I'll defer to you for that. But I'll take the NHL. Yeah. If you go back and you bring in... Rocket Richard, you bring in Gordie Howe, right? You bring in some of those guys, Bobby Orr. Yeah, all-time greats. Yeah, they're fucking playing tonight. They may not have, Dave, they may not have the speed that Connor McDavid has. Connor McDavid's just insane and Ridiculous. so fun. I can't wait to see him in a month. But, man, they had the total package. They were so good. And that's why I look at NFL. Gail Sayers could play in the NFL today. You know, Jim Brown could fucking yeah. play in the NFL today. Look at the size of these fuckers in uh, in football now compared yeah. to what they were. No, yeah, yeah. You know Derrick I mean? Henry. I mean, yeah. the average defensive lineman back in the day was fucking like 190 pounds. It's crazy. You know, but I mean, dude, look look how they look. Look at any of those games, even from the 70s when the Steelers yeah. were great. Did they pack that defensive line? Dude, it's insane. crazy. Thing like Jack Lambert was what like you know those guys, but even barely yeah. over 200 pounds if he yeah. was. L.C. Greenwood on yeah. that line, Mean Joe Green, right? Yeah. All those guys, yeah, That's, yeah. They're not three hundred pounders, no. dude. It's it's changed dramatically, man. But guys like that, uh, another guy that I just mentioned, Jack Lambert could fucking play. That's fucking. Nuts. How, let's go. I through. just keep thinking. Let's say you took a kid like Aaron Donald, 
and you stuck yes. him back in the 70s. Oh, Dude, he'd be the greatest crazy. football player of all time. I mean, might not yeah. right now he might be the greatest football player that yeah. we've ever seen. And now we'll go through, uh, just for our friend Jason Miramontes, we're going to go through some of the old Chargers. Oh, I guess we're out of time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He's going to go kick rocks in Point Loma. <laughs> Fuck. There you go. All right, we're back. When are we back, Sunday or Monday? Uh, I got to think about that. I think we're back. I think we're back Sunday night. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I think we see you back here Sunday night. Good deal. All right, we'll see you Sunday, everybody.